Hello, everybody. God bless you. Welcome to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm your host, Elisa Fields. This is part three in the final part part of the damsel. We were doing a study on the book of Acts chapter 16, and we were talking about um, Paul's episode. He and um, Silas and others were on their way to prayer. Sorry, let me turn my notifications off. And um, they were on their way to prayer, just to sum up where we are. And there was this damsel who was possessed with the spirit of divination, a.k.a. Python, who was employed by um, slave owners uh, to bring them wealth. You know, so obviously this was a season where there was a famine of the word. There was a lot of idolatry. But even true today, right? People don't have a relationship with God, yet they want to hear what God is saying. Um, so this is how um, this young girl, this damsel, um, brought her master's great gain. Because she had this gift. She had a uh, quote-unquote prophetic gift. She had the ability to hear. And um, they uh, prostituted and marketed that gift for their own benefit. And we see that today, don't we? So it's unfortunate that when the Bible says she made her master's great gain, that clues you and it gives you some context that this girl was very uh, successful. Uh, there were many who uh, subscribed to what she had to say. So this wasn't someone who just showed up when Paul showed up. She had had a reputation um, for, you know, quote unquote, prophetic ministry, <clears throat> releasing words and giving people directions and telling them what thus saith the Lord. Um, however, her motives were impure. Her motives were she was her gift was motivated by fame, motivated by, uh, you know, money. So, again, you know, a lot of what we read in scripture, um, you know, there's nothing new, uh, people of God. A lot of what we see today, and if we would look at that in scripture, it, it's the same devil. Just, he's disguised himself, you know, and he's using technology. <laughs> and um, it, it's the same thing. So, you know, the word of God is um, so sure to uh, forewarn us and, 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 and uncover things that are taking place around us. So there's nothing new, right? We see the same thing happening today on many, many, many platforms where we have people who, for the sole purpose of merchandising um, uh, and, and profiting off of the gift, um, are doing the same thing, not necessarily having a relationship with the Lord as this damsel did not clearly um, because she was possessed so this python spirit owned her. He controlled her. He man, he manipulated her. And so some would say, well, how is it that if she's possessed by a demon, that she would be able to hear what God is saying? And she would be able to have some type of insight that she would be able to discern who Paul, Silas and the others were. Well, remember when Jesus was in the temple and as he was teaching, demons cried out. You know, we know who you are, you Jesus, uh, the Christ. Have you come to torment us before the time? And what did Jesus say? Shut up. He said, hold your peace. So, you know, we saw this happening with Jesus. And some of you, if you're in any area of ministry, you probably had experiences uh, in that, too, where you're doing what God has called you to do. You're exercising and carrying out, executing your duties of the ministry. And you come across people who are demon possessed, um, <clears throat> you know, who, who are who excuse me, who are demon possessed and or are operating in the fruit of the flesh. Right. Um, and, you know, wanting to be seen in pride and ego and manipulate all of that stuff, you know. Um, so it, it's not unusual. And so let me just encourage you that, you know, sometimes we we encounter things in the church or in the business of church. And, um, you know, we become so discouraged and then we, we, you know, we just allow it to drive us out of the will of God. And I, I just want to encourage you not to allow that to happen. 
Okay, what, what Jesus went through, it never drove him outside of the will of God. And let me tell you something. If there were any precipitating factors that would drive him out, there were many factors that sought to drive him out of the will of God. However, he, he remains uh, steadfast, right? Same thing with Paul. Many, many factors. Shipwrecked, beaten, arrested, you name it. Um, you know, uh, murderous plots, uh, assassination attempts, you name it. So, you know, what you are dealing with is not so uncommon. It's not so unusual. The Bible says how um, <clears throat> that many of your brethren in the world are going through the same affliction, right? Uh, you know, Satan walketh by seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that your, you know, your brothers in the world are, are experiencing the same affliction. So there's nothing new under the sun, number one. Not, not, number two, you're not the only one. You are, you are among <laughs> many, many, many people of God, many women of God who are battling against Things like this. So it's very helpful when you're encountering a situation to know how to get to scripture and find out how God dealt with it. So let's move fast, move forward and, and move fast. <laughs> um, so it's not unusual to see demonic activity, even when you're disengaging um, or engaging in your, you know, your ministry protocols. It's not unusual. Don't don't be dismayed. You know, don't think that it's something new. It happens. Okay, it happens. And so the way you deal with it, I often tell my students, is not what happened to you, it's what is how you responded to what happened is what sets the difference, is what makes the difference, right? You can't help what happens to you. You can't help Paul couldn't help this girl coming. He didn't ask for her, you know. And then <laughs> he didn't he did not send for her. He didn't call her, he didn't friend her on Facebook. She showed up. And so there's and I think I talked about this a couple of in the first or second podcast um, in this series that there are people that are attracted to the gift. You know, you didn't listen. You didn't throw your hand up and say, hey, you know, come over here. Like early in scripture, they were asking. He had, a, I think it was a vision of the men in Macedonia. And they say, hey, come help us. So it wasn't like you did that. You didn't throw your hand up and say, hey, I need some help. I need, you know, this individual in my life. They showed up because they were attracted to the gift and they had ulterior motives to shut down um the gospel they were coming to smear and to uh to um to stain the the preaching of the gospel that's what that was all about what python did was to stop paul and that's what the enemy does you know with you and with me is to stop you you know and nobody else of all the people that were walking through the town that demon was not attack, attracted to anybody else except those who were doing the will of God. So pat yourself on the back if you are dealing with some type of warfare like that. You Apparently you're doing something worth noticing. I mean, listen, because there are a lot of folk doing things and people or demons aren't paying them any mind. So just pat yourself on the back and give God some glory. At least you're doing something that's attracting warfare. All right. So moving on past this. You find that the, the girl is attracted to them and, and she's calling them out and bringing all of this undue attention, which is what the demons did. They try to draw undue attention. Why? Because I believe they're summoning other spirits, right? Because demons work in groups. So she's summoning spirits. She's also putting this word out. Oh, these are, these are the ones. And then hear this, okay? Because you would think, oh, well, she's saying that they're prophetic and they're apostolic and they come to pray. No. She was pointing them out. What she said was right. However, it was the motives, motives were impure. So it's not so much to be caught by what people say, but you have to look at the Bible says the hidden man of the heart. That which you don't see. The heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it but God who tries the reins of the heart? 
So it's not so much, you know, that's why you got to know those which labor among you. You have to know. Now, Paul could have said, oh, man, she's coming here. She's going to, you know, uh, prepare the people. And <laughs> he knew good and well. She, she is not the chosen one. She, this is not it. This is not what God is doing. God didn't send you, you know, and, and it grieved him. It grieved him because here he is coming to preach the gospel. God sent him there and you have this demon hindering you. So as I stated in podcast number two, he could have attacked her and rebuked her and called that demon out. But it was not time. Okay. And you got to listen to podcast two to, to listen to hear what I'm saying about that. Um, it was not time to God had a set time. So no matter how frustrated you get, no matter how aggravated you get. Um, God has a set time because it's not just about you being aggravated and you being irritated. And this is why you have to mature in the things of God and not react every time something happens. You don't have to give a response, a response. You don't have to respond. Trust me. <laughs> I've learned that as an art. You don't have, listen, you don't have to respond to everything people say. Jesus, when they were accusing him and ridiculing him, aren't you the son of God? Aren't you the king of the Jews? He said, thou sayest. In other words, whatever you say, because you know what? I'm beyond arguing with you. I'm beyond trying to prove you don't know by now who I am. Don't even worry about it. So, you know, just try to you know move away from having to defend yourself. Let the spirit of God do that for you. Let God trust me. God has been defending his word and defending his people for years. OK, so don't feel like you've got to get yourself into some, you know, uh, match and some type of debate. With someone about your calling. I have people tell me all the time, well, you're not supposed to be doing this and you're not. And I'm like, you know what? Tell that to somebody who's not doing it. It's too late. You should have told me that before I told God. Yeah. And then maybe I would have considered what you said, but it's too late. I've already seen too much in God. I've already seen his glory. I've already tapped into, you know what I'm saying? It's too late. Even have that conversation. So thou sayest. You know, because while you're debating what I'm doing, I'm actually doing what God called me to do. And that's that. So you've got to have a confidence in who you are and, and not subscribe and, and not lend your ear to this nonsense. People of God, you got to learn how to keep your ear gate pure. You've got to learn how to keep your ear gate pure um, and not allow anybody. I'm I'm, I'm not one of those. You just don't have permission you know, you don't have permission to speak to my life. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> just, I'm just, I have enough battles to fight. I'm not getting ready to fight against some nonsense. I just, I don't have to do that. And so you, you'll, you'll learn if you have, and you'll learn that, um, you don't have to, you don't have to listen to that, you know, especially when you know it's coming from some type of demonic source. Please shut it down and keep it moving. So anyway, so this is what's happening with, um, good morning, with ha- what's happening with, um, well, he wanted to deal with this thing, but he could not because God said, it's, you know, it's not time yet. So let me move past all of that because I covered that in, in podcast one and two of Damsel, Damsel part one, Damsel part two. Please go back and listen to it. And I move real quick. So feel free to replay and rewind it and play it again as many times as you want. OK, Um. so the latter part of where I want to close this with is the warfare and the backlash. And I think that's what a lot of people don't factor in when you're doing a work for God. That's why I firmly believe this is why Jesus said, go out two by two. Have someone to cover you. Have someone who's looking out for you. Have someone who can see what you don't see. If you're, you know, you, you've got your hands to the gospel plow, you need somebody, you need a lookout. Okay. You need a lookout person. And, um, or when you get weak or when you're weary or, you know what I'm saying? You just need somebody there, um, uh, who can help, who can help you. So uh, after all of this, after the demon was ca- demon was cast out and the girl, listen, God, God stripped the girl. God used Paul to strip the girl of her powers. So, of course, that affected the economy. 
All right, that's a whole nother topic. That uh, a lot of let me, I'm just gonna say it. a lot of folk are angry with you because you stripped them of their economy. You stripped them away from their of their platform. And and economy is not just money. Economy is also human resources. So many times when you expose certain things, or God allows you to deal with certain things, or when God exposes certain things, it affects people's economy. And that economy is their ability to to have influence. So you you strip them of their money, you strip them of their position, you strip them of their platform, and they will come and bite at you. Listen, <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. And so they will come for you. And this is what happened with Paul. They they uh, devise rumors and all types of things. That's why I tell, tell you people of God, nothing is new. The minute you deal with certain things, the minute you expose certain things, just get ready for the warfare. And, and you can read all about how that warfare happened. They arrested him. They beat him. The judge charged him. I, you know, I want guards posted because I don't want nobody to come and deliver them because because we're going to kill them. And that's what the devil thinks. He's going to listen. <laughs> I had people tell me, oh, that's it. You'll never so and so so. And I'm like, first of all, you don't even have the power. You know, we, we're not even on the same level spiritually. So whatever. Right. <laughs> and the second of all, you're ta- you, 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 listen, you got to be careful how you come against the things of God. And that's what, um, oh gosh, oh gosh, um, Gam- 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 Gamaliel, uh, told Paul, he said, be careful. You know, you think you're fighting against man, but you may find yourself fighting against God. So you don't want those problems, right? And so God, you know, he said, you know what? Paul can endure it. And there are certain seasons of warfare God will allow you. It was, listen, he will allow you to take a, to take a, a L, like the young people say, take a L, take a loss. There'll be some seasons where God will allow that. The devil, devil certainly thought Jesus was taking an L, right? When he was in the grave, but little did he know God was doing the work even behind the jail cell. Hallelujah. God was doing the work even in the grave, even behind the stone. God was doing the work. So I want to leave you with this thought, people of God, that I don't want you to be discouraged when you're doing um, the work of ministry and, and you, you are moving authentic in the things of God, uh, understand that, that offenses will come, persecution will come, all of that. You, if you think the devil's just going to let you sit back and move in God, please think again, because he's going to attack you. However, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so to close this all out, the devil thought, the enemy thought, you know, the soothsayers thought they had it. They thought they had Paul down. He, he'll never preach in this city again. He'll never prophesy. He'll never cast another demon out. And God said, watch this. <laughs> watch this. And, and, and God, in the midnight hour, come on somebody, in the midnight hour, Paul and Silas begin to worship, begin to praise God to the point that the prison gates, the bars were shaken and God delivered them with a strong deliverance. Amen. A strong deliverance. So just let that word encourage you people of God that, um, don't stop. Don't stop. The kingdom of God needs you to be strong. The kingdom of God needs you to have an understanding of the word of God and have an understanding of the seasons that you in, even seasons of conflict, seasons of affliction, seasons of warfare. And just know this too shall pass. It may seem like you're taking a loss. Trust me, I've been there. Oh boy. (laughs) One day I'll tell you about it. It may seem like the devil is winning. But I maintain to tell you that God is still on his throne and his word is forever settled. And if he said you're going to do it, if he said he's equipping you, rest and trust and believe that God is going to do what he said. Like I said, it may be you And my favorite word is you may be in a season of crazy right now, but breakthrough. I'm a living witness. Breakthrough will come. So let let the process process. Let it be what it's going to be and let God be God. All right. God bless you. I enjoyed this. Um little short series with you and and we'll come back another time and and do something else different in God. Amen. Until next time, grace and peace.